and welcome to Unstable Universes, the podcast where we ruin two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Evan Rowell. And I'm Alana Hopper. And you guys are in for a special episode this week. Mainly because we are too lazy to write a fic. Not lazy. Burnt out. Yeah. Destroyed. Emotionally drained. As we mentioned last week, we had our thesis due uh, this week, and basically... I don't think I can bring myself to write any more words into a Word document (laughs) for a while, so... We need a bit of a break from typing and staring at a computer screen with an open Word document. But that means that you guys get to hear the pilot that we recorded back in the summer just to kind of see if the concept of this podcast works. Yep, so... What you'll notice is a lot of things that we later restructured and changed. Mainly, we don't talk about the what we're going to do with the fix, because yeah. we like to surprise each other. And we don't read our own fan fictions, because I couldn't get through mine because I was laughing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, yeah. But I think, the, I mean, the basics are the same. We randomly generate two fandoms in a tag, we write the fanfiction, and then we read it. The only difference is we read our own in that episode. And I think a little bit of the order is different. Yeah. And there's more talking about our ideas for it. Yeah, for sure. But I think there's some quality fix on there. It's probably my favorite fic I've ever written. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I think Buffy is like a close second. But honestly, I thought I wrote a pretty stupid fic. <laughs> oh, both of ours are real dumb. Oh yeah, yours is really good too. That's the first fan fiction I ever wrote. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, it's yeah. a good episode. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you don't hate my horrible laugh. The fic is already on fanfiction.net, isn't it? It might be, yeah. Oh, so very astute listeners or fans... May have already read it. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think that anyone really opens up the fanfiction on fanfiction.net except for people that stumble upon them and James, who actually does read along with her. Shout out to James. Hey. Who's James? (laughs) I cut that out of the previous episode, so that doesn't make any sense. I know. (laughs) Well, I think we're going to pass it off to our past selves. Yep. And uh, we'll let them explain to you what they were thinking at the time. Let's listen in. Hello and welcome to Unstable Universes. I'm Alana Hopper. And this is Evan Rowell. Uh, This is the first episode of the podcast, so welcome. Uh, If you're listening, if you're going back, if you're from the future, you're going back through our archives. uh, Welcome to the hot mess. Yeah, this is going to be the worst one. Definitely, because we don't really have this planned too well. I think episode two might be worse. That's true. I have that planned. Oh, uh uh-oh. So, maybe skip to that one. Just skip the whole podcast. Just stop now, save your time. (laughs) (laughs) But if you decide to continue, uh, thanks, I guess. And And, uh, Let's explain how this works. Yeah. Evan has created a lovely generator for us. Would you like Indeed. to explain it? Okay, so basically I the the premise of the podcast is we are going to randomly generate a fan fiction crossover that we then have to write pretty much immediately. Yeah. So there will be two episodes per week is our current thinking that might change, but our current thinking is two episodes a week, one episode is going to be like this where we figure out what the combination is yeah we'll find out what the combination is one will be a pitching episode and one will be a reading episode exactly so that's what this one is going to be our pitching episode uh we'll see how smoothly that goes and then and then next episode you can hear us read our lovely fan fiction that's right so basically i just tossed together a whole bunch of the most popular fandoms into a bit of code, and it's going to randomly select two of them 
that we then have to cross over, and it also gives us a tag. So we went through and looked at all of the popular fanfiction tags and genres that are being written, and we selected some of them that don't make us feel uncomfortable. Yep. Well, at least not super uncomfortable. There's a couple questionable M-preg. ones. Yeah, Mpreg is a good one. <laughs> um, so it's going to give us a tag as well. We have to make a crossover within that genre or based off that tag, and we'll see what glorious mess we can create and whether... You know, maybe we can actually get some traction in the fanfiction community. I doubt it. I hope so. I That's the dream. Hopefully I, one day we'll be reading your fanfiction. Yeah. So if you guys actually decide to listen to this and you're so inspired by our pitching episode, you can write in to us. I'm sure. Where? That, uh, I'll make a <laughs> Gmail. I'll put it in the podcast notes. <laughs> But if something that we say really inspires you and you feel like, man, I could re- I could write that. That sounds like a heck of a time. Write it to us. We'll read it. I don't expect that for the first ever. Yeah. But if someone actually does, I will A, be very thankful, and B, be very excited to read it live. And C, be very judgmental. Of course. Oh, we're going gonna to rip you to shreds. Tear it apart. But <laughs> ours won't be any better. Oh, definitely not. So... At least you've got that. <laughs> okay, drum roll. Alright, our main fandom for the first ever crossover is Teletubbies. Okay. Our support fandom is One Direction. Okay. And our tag is Wing Thick. <laughs> so basically now, we have to combine Teletubbies One and One Direction... And they're going to have wings. Yep. Is the basic tenet of wing thick. So, do we feel like we need to pause and do a bit of research, or do we have a grasp on these two fandoms? I can name all the Teletubbies, and I think I can name all of the previous members of One Direction. Yeah, I think I can probably do that too. What's the vacuum cleaner's name? Um... Because <laughs> I'd really like for him to have wings. Of course. How about... While I'm Googling that, you tell us about the Teletubbies. Okay, well, the Teletubbies is a children's TV show. I remember it was at the center of a lot of controversy when I was a child because Tinky Winky, the purple one, had a purse, even though it was known that he was a male. And people didn't like the problem with gender norms. All right, so I've gone to the Teletubbies (laughs) wikia, and the vacuum's name is Nunu. N-O-O-N-O-O. Oh my god. Operated by Mark Dean in the original series and Victoria Jane in the new series. There's a new series? Apparently. Oh, is it Edgy? Teletubbies Next Generation. Oh my god, beautiful. I'd love a fan fiction about Nunu and Pingu. That would be Because it almost insane. sounds like he's saying her name. Nunu. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Teletubbies, they don't speak. Nope. They do uh, not. They have televisions in their stomachs. Yep. And their son is a crying baby. Yeah. Or a laughing baby. There's four of them, and they are each a different color, and they have a different shape on their head. Yep. And that's about it. There's Lala, Tinky Winky, Poe, and Dipsy. Uh, yep, that's the Dipsy four. or Dixie? I think it's Dipsy. Dipsy sounds right. Yeah. So there's not much to it. It's really just colors and sounds to entertain babies. Yep. There's not, like, an overarching plot or anything as far as I'm aware. Some episodes have plot. There was the episode where the tubby custard machine broke down. Oh, and there was no. custard everywhere. And Nunu had to clean up. Oh, poor Nunu. I love Nunu. Worked hard and no appreciation. <laughs> and then, of course, we have One Direction. One Direction. Boy band from a few years back. They're no longer together. There's five yeah. little British boys that came together. One's Irish. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Don't test which one? Me. Niall. Okay. The blonde one. Ah, of course. Haven't they all gone blonde at some point? I think so. Okay. Well, so there's five of them: four Brits and an, and an Irish lad. Yep. Uh, they sing real good. They were brought together by Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell on the X Factor. I think so. I think. They Britain's came in got third. Talent. X Factor. Britain's Got Talent. I one think of the two. X Factor. So, Harry's kind of the main one. Yeah, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. He 
is has that horrible butterfly tattoo on his chest. He's a guy. They're all basically just dudes, um, as far as I'm aware. There is Niall, Louie. Louie. Big, big Harry. Fan. Uh-huh. Liam. Yeah. And Zane. And Zane. Right, Zane. Zane. How could I forget because Zane? Because he left first. He did. So, he's basically not even a One Direction anymore. I didn't even know about One Direction until after Zane had left. Well, they basically had no hits until after Zane left. Basically. They were pure He was trash. really holding them back. Yeah. Sorry to Zane fans, but not really. <laughs> not really. I think that this fan fiction should take place after Zayn left because I don't like him. That's fair. That's fair. I also, think, I couldn't remember. I his mean, name. you can do that. You don't have to force me to do that. Oh, I guess that's, that's true. That's you do what you want. Yeah, exactly. Care. We'll we'll have our own takes on the characters. Maybe I'll just have a lot of foreshadowing about Zayn wanting to leave. <laughs> Who knows? Ooh, I like that. The first ever fan fiction with foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's, I'm sure plenty. Uh, basically, I'm I don't. Sure plenty. I don't know much about fan fiction. I haven't read a whole lot myself. I read a lot of fan fiction. I've never written fan fiction personally either. I have. So... I've never written serious fan fiction. Oh, though. only crack fics. Yeah, basically. Basically, my friends like, "Hey, I really like True Detective. Will you watch the trailer for True Detective and write me an entire fan fiction on it?" Well, maybe in a bonus episode we'll have you read that. Oh, it's real good. I talked about Detective Rusty Cole's Rusty Hole. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Keep your eyes out for that, dear listener. <laughs> okay. Okay, and then wing fic. Is a fic where they have wings. Right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Alright, we're switching over to fanlore.org for this definition. Fanlord.org slash wiki slash wings in fanworks. Uh, fans like to add wings to human characters in many types of fanworks. Fanfic, in which a human character sprouts wings, is called a wingfic. Characters who already have wings in canon are also popular s- subjects of fanworks. Fanfic, written for a fandom in which the character canonically has wings, is not usually considered wingfic. So, we have to add wings to One Direction... And the Teletubbies. And somehow make make that a plot. (laughs) Okay. I think that the first question we should be asking is what kind of wings? That's a good question. Like pterodactyl wings? Are we talking bat wings? wings? Bird Bird wings? wings? Angel wings? Airplane wings? Holy shit, that's awesome. I want Zane to have a helicopter propeller. Is that wing propeller? No, maybe not. That's that's copter thick. That's (laughs) heli Helifick or Copterfick, take your pick. <laughs> we'll, we'll set up a poll. Yeah. <laughs> On our non-existent Twitter account. Yeah. I think that the Teletubbies should all have one kind of wing, and then One Direction should have another kind of wing, and there's a kind of wing racism happening in the world. Oh. Like, say, the airplane wings versus the, like, angel bird wings, wings, or bird wings, and it's like, we're natural and you're not. <laughs> you're a manufactured flyer. We're natural. God made us this way. (laughs) Do they have arms? Or are these wings attached at the back? Or are they... So are they angel wings? Or are they more like wyverns? Where they only have the legs and then wings? Yeah. Like bat wings. Like you still have hands at the end, but you have wings. Well, that's that's an interesting choice that you can make. Uh, Fanlore.org offers a few starting points for how to start a wing fic. Okay. Backstory for the presence of wings varies. Number one, the winged character is an angel. Okay. So perhaps One Direction has died on a tragic bus accident and the Teletubbies come in as the angels of death. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Uh, Another option that they have given is the winged character was experimented upon, exposed to radiation, etc. So kind of like the Hulk, how he turns green Mm -hmm. because of radiation. These people grew wings. Okay, I like that. Sort of like if you ever read the Maximum Ride novels as a child. No, I can't say I have. They were uh, cool and hip teens, but they got captured and experimented on and they grew wings. Wait, I did read those. Yeah, there was a guy named Fang. He was super edgy. I remember they had the blind one yeah. listen to a guy input his pin in an ATM and he got it right on the first time. I think that's Iggy. Iggy. And then there's the gas man. He's like 10 and he likes to fart. Yeah! Oh, man. So, you could, do, you could do a take on that sort of thing. 
another backstory option. No explanation. I like that. All right, yeah. Just jump in. Honestly, I think I would go with that. I think I would have, say, One Direction die in a bus crash, for example, what you said, Mm -hmm. and the Teletubbies are brought in to replace them. And the Teletubbies have to struggle with the language difference. Oh, yeah, that could be interesting. Everyone just assumes they have strange British accents. Yeah. Uh, Another option, the wings may appear suddenly. So maybe we don't actually get an explanation, but they just appear. Oh. And you got to deal with suddenly wings. Or they start wings. rowing like in X-Men when that kid's trying to oh, file yeah, off X3? his wings. Yeah. Archangel, that I was believe. Sick. Or Angel. He turns into Archangel eventually. One backstory option, that the, the last one that they've given, other characters may or may not be surprised that the main characters have wings. Okay. So it's just giving us a few options how the world works. Are mm-hmm. they going to be shocked and horrified that they have wings? Are they not? I mean, honestly, if they're surprised that they have wings, shouldn't they be more surprised that they're Teletubbies? Not necessarily. Maybe Teletubbies are accepted. Oh, maybe. maybe I guess they're stars. Yeah. Did you know yeah. that apparently the Teletubbies are all seven feet tall? That is both not surprising and <laughs> horrifying. I watched. At a, the same time. I saw a production photo where they're like these huge, tall creatures. That's creepy. I don't yeah. like that. Maybe maybe that's got to fit in somehow. Yeah. They're already freaks. Yeah. Now they're freaks with wings. Nice. That's going to be my tagline. <laughs> Beautiful. Now they're freaks with wings. All right. So I think we've gone through the options. Well, <laughs> not options. It's not close-ended. We don't have, no. have to pick one of those. But we've gone through some starting points. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to give ourselves some time to write the damn thing, I suppose. Would we like to explore some options just talking it out? Talk out over... Talk it out? Okay. Yeah. Where do we want to start? Do we want angels? No explanation? Experiments? I I really like airplane wings. Airplane wings? I think airplane wings is a really cool idea. Okay. Airplane wings, but they're not functional because they don't have any engines. Oh, true, true. Because they don't have anything else to make them work, so they're just kind of hunks of metal. That's unfortunate. That's tragic. They can't fit through doorways properly. Oh, so they can't even bend the wings. No. Oh. They're not retractable. That's... That's very tragic. Oh, Buzz Lightyear wings? Oh. That'd be so cool. Those are retractable, though, aren't they? They are, yeah. That would be more useful. They... Yeah, for sure. It's not flying, it's falling with style. (laughs) What other situations would they get caught in? Driving could be a problem. They'd have to always roll down the windows so that their wings could fit. Maybe sometimes they forget to roll down the window. Uh Uh-oh. They They just just close the door. The paparazzi's after One Direction. They gotta just dive into the limo and they forget about their wings. Oh, God. (laughs) And they just get stuck. And then embarrassing photos. They wouldn't all be able to sit next to each other. Yeah, that's tragic. Imagine taking group photos. They'd have to just stack in front of one another. (laughs) They would. Do they all have the same kind of airplane wings, or is Harry, like, kind of a World War II fighter jet, and then, like, Ooh. Zane's got, like, a Boeing 747, so he's a little bit wider, but I like that might that. not be a good thing. And I feel like Niall, since he's kind of the odd one out, because he's the only blonde one and the only Irish one, he'd have, like, the Wright brother kind of wings, oh, where it's, like, one wing, and then, like, all those he's a biplane, and then he has another wing. Yeah, he's a biplane. Is that what it is? I believe so. Okay. I'd see him as a biplane. Just take up way too much room. But how do how do the Teletubbies fit into this? See, that's the thing. I don't want to kill off One Direction too soon and yeah. just bring in Teletubbies. I want them to have a conflict that they solve together. Maybe, maybe this is before One Direction became a proper band. This is back on X Factor. Mm-hmm. And the Teletubbies were competing against them on X Factor. Ooh. And Simon Cowell has to pick between his boy groups. Oh my god. One Direction. But Teletubbies aren't all boys. Well, I mean, I guess they don't have to be boy groups. They just have to be groups. That's true. Do you think the Teletubbies, like, came to X Factor separately? And then Simon Cowell grouped them together? Because they look the same? Yeah. Just like how all the One Direction boys look the same. Maybe. Maybe it's just a grouping show. Maybe it has nothing to do with talent. Yeah. Simon Cowell just really likes grouping people. 
you three, you look, you look similar. Get, get. That's not even a British accent. That doesn't sound anything like Simon Cowell. I'm sorry. Were you trying to do an impression? No, not at all. Okay. I was just doing a voice. Okay. Yeah, they could be competing boy groups, or maybe the One Direction boys suddenly grow wings. And they're watching oh. TV one day, and they see that the Teletubbies have suddenly grown wings. Oh, and that's so a... they're on a mission to find the Teletubbies and ask them about the wings. Yeah. So it's like a road trip fic. Oh, interesting. With wings. Yeah. The search for the Tubbies. <laughs> search for the Tubbies. Yeah, so all of them, like, pile into a van, and it's really hard because they have all their wings, yeah. and they go across... Where do the Teletubbies live? <laughs> I assume America. I assume... Teletubby they're... land. Teletubby land. Oh, Teletubby land could be on a on a cloud in the sky. Oh. So they have to learn to use their wings to oh. fly up there. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is coming together. We might have something here. I don't think so. <laughs> Teletubby land is the faraway hills. Okay. <laughs> Teletubby wiki is not... I don't think this has been proofread. It's just the faraway hills? Is the faraway hills and the place where the Teletubbies live. There are lots of rabbits. Oh, I like that. And talking six plus flowers. Like, ages six and up? Like, or... upwards of six? Like... Six plus flowers. So more than six flowers. Uh, at least six. Six plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have a different sun than us. Oh, in June 2007, the location became visible at high res on Google Earth. What? What? Where is it in Google Earth? It doesn't say. It's just available in high res. If anyone can find the photo or tell us where in Google Earth this is, please send a screenshot to our non-existent Twitter. Yes. Our non-existent Twitter, our non-existent Gmail, um, you know. Non-existent grinder. Oh. Tinder. Oh, oh, was I not supposed to make a grinder? Oh, shit, did you? <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I just branded mine. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah, they have to get to Teletubby land. That's an interesting take. So maybe it's a road trip fic at first, where they're going to the launch point to uh. Teletubby land. And then they have to, along the way, they're like honing their skills while still watching the Teletubbies and see how the Teletubbies do it. Kind of like learning tips and tricks from them. And then, when they finally get to Teletubby land, they find out that the Teletubby's wings are fake. Uh-oh. It was all a ploy. Drama! That, that would be very upsetting to the One Direction boys, I'm sure. Heartbreaking, even. It would be. And we'd get a great song out of it, and it could turn into a song fic. That's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the only one That whole song is about wings. It is, it is. It's proven. By this podcast. <laughs> okay, shall we take okay. some time and write? Yes. All right, so signing off for now. We'll see you later in the week. Thursday. Thursday? Sure. We'll see you. I thought we decided on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, definitely. We did. I. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's down now. It's so canon you don't now. Have a choice. That's true. I'm stuck with this. <laughs> so Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. See you in a couple days. With, Today's actually Thursday. With a brand new fan fiction. Bye-bye, guys. See ya. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We can say welcome back for the first time. Yeah. Uh, to the Unstable Universes podcast, a podcast where we make dumb crossovers and try to make it work. Yep. I'm Alana Hopper. I'm Evan Rowell. And this is our first ever reading episode. Yep. So we just took about an hour, wrote our fan fictions based on what we talked about last episode. And if you uh, didn't listen, number one, go back and listen. It's like 20 minutes long. You have the time. Yeah. But if you refuse, the main fandom is Teletubbies. The second fandom 
is One Direction, and the tag is Wing Thick. My main fandom kind of turned into One Direction. Yeah, I totally did it the other way as well. Yeah. But you live and you learn. This is... Yeah, maybe next time we'll get it. The creative process is very fluid, so... I want it to be natural. Yeah. I don't want to force myself into anything. No. Except for the fandoms we're forced to use and the tag. (laughs) (laughs) Except for everything... That is force. I don't want to force everything except for the rules that we've made. <laughs> um, but you can always go against that. Rules are meant to be broken. Exactly. So, we haven't decided who's going to go first yet. Yep, we're, we're going to flip a coin. That's right. Heads or tails. Uh, tails. Wow, good job. It's heads. Oh, oh no, that means that I have means to go you first. You have to go first. That is unfortunate. All right. So... I don't have a title for this one. Come up with a title. What's your working title? <sighs> My working title? Um, that's... <sighs> ooh. <laughs> um, five boys meet four tubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a porno I once watched. <laughs> well, <laughs> you have no idea. All right. So... Five Boys Meet Four Tubbies by me. Louis plopped down on the tour bus couch and handed Harry a beer. Harry took it and with a cheerful, albeit exhausted, thanks mate. The adrenaline... (laughs) The adrenaline of performing was subsiding as the tour bus started to rumble below them. They're on their way to the next venue. Jolly good show, lads! (laughs) Said Niall. Feel free to stop me at any point. Uh, to comment. Okay. Jolly good show, lads, said Niall. I believe that may have been our greatest show to date. Niall's not even British. <laughs> Do they say that in Ireland? <laughs> Shouldn't he be talking about potatoes? Uh, whoops. That's fine. I cover the fact that he's Irish later, don't worry. Oh, okay, good. Um, I can't wait to get off this thing and into my own bed, complained Zane. He wasn't sure about how much of this touring with four other wankers thing he could take. Ooh, wankers. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of that, Z. Zed? I don't know. <laughs> Shouted Harry as he finished hooking the controllers to his Nintendo 64. No, te- no negativity tonight, lads. Just a beer and a game, innit? <laughs> <laughs> They're very British. It had to be British. With a road-weary cheers, the boys took turns going head-to-head in Mario Kart 64. The bus driver and manager, Simon Cowell, looked at the rearview mirror as he drove. Off to bed now, boys. Must have your voices fresh and your feet ready to dance for tomorrow's big finale. Oh, he's he's ready to make money off of it. Oh, he sure is. The television personality and newly licensed bus driver nodded as he heard a chorus of, Yes, Simon... And the sounds of five twenty-somethings climbing into their bunks. <laughs> they would have to drive through the night to make it to their finale show at Wembley Arena the following afternoon. Very British sounding. I uh, like yeah, it. Yeah, I googled it. It would be a long night, but it was necessary. Simon took a sip of his cuppa. <laughs> hoping the trace amounts of caffeine would be enough. He didn't have the palate for coffee. Oh, he doesn't seem like the type. No, not at all. Utterly delicious, Simon guzzled the whole thing down before he noticed, to his horror, that it wasn't the orange pico he thought he'd made, but rather it was sleepy time tea. No! Must. Keep. Going. Simon muttered to himself as he began to doze, giving in to the fatigue that sleepy time tea induces. The bus swayed left and right, Simon now fast asleep. Oh no! The weight of his foot pressing the accelerator down further and further. The bus sped down the thankfully empty motorway, uh, drifting between lanes until finally the vehicle holding such precious cargo made a sharp turn to the right, careening off the road and off of the white cliffs of Dover. I googled British cliffs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's what I got. The White Cliffs of Dover, also featured in King Lear. Oh, really? Yeah, where a guy tries to kill himself <laughs> by jumping On off. On Dover? Yeah. Tries to. 
Well, so he, they're not that He was deadly. blind, and then his son, who he didn't know it was his son, because he's blind, so he didn't know, okay. convinced him not to or something. I don't he remember. He didn't know his son's voice? Apparently not. Oh. I think his son's name was Edgar. That's a very Shakespearean thing to it's happen. It's been a long time since I read King Lear. <laughs> All I know is the White Cliffs of Dover were involved. The bus fell, gaining yet more speed until the inevitable and horrendous crash at the bottom. Thank you for the sound effects. <laughs> the four British and one Irish singers awoke to a strange, peaceful silence. There were no growls of the engine as the bus traveled, no music playing, not even any birds chirping. Hmm. Liam was the first to notice the complete lack of sound, but when he opened his mouth to speak, nothing came out. <gasps> Panicked that he would be unable to sing for their final show, Liam looked around. The bus was not as it should be. Objects were scattered across... Not the floor, but the ceiling! <gasps> Is the bus upside down? He realized to his horror. But in a moment of fear, when his heart should be pounding out of his chest, it laid still. Am I? Are we? He looked at the mess on the ceiling of the bus. It wasn't just... Blankets and pillows... The bodies of all five members of One no! Direction were laying crumpled and unmoving. Around him, his friends began to fade into view. First Niall, then Zane, followed by Louis, and finally Harry. Oh, so like, least popular to most popular. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, I forgot about Liam. brought them back. <laughs> Liam gestured to their surroundings, pointing at the horrifying scene that laid in front of them, still unable to make any sound. Mm. Niall was the first to notice movement up towards the front of the bus. A flash of red, then purple, then green, then yellow. <gasps> light streamed in through the shattered windshield. He went running towards the lights. The four others followed. That's not Simon Cowell. I think that's something else. <laughs> Standing in front of the inverted bus were four massive beings, at least seven feet tall. Built generally like humans, but with colored fur adorning their entire bodies, strange glowing screens in their bellies, and antenna-like protrusions from the tops of their heads. From their backs grew massive wings, matching the colors of their fur. Ooh. The One Direction boys each stepped out of the bus, trying to ignore the broken body of Simon sitting in the driver's seat. <laughs> he wasn't popular enough to be brought no. back by God. Well, no, <laughs> he didn't deserve it. They stood in awe of the four creatures, surely not of this world, but somehow familiar. Looking around, they, were, they realized they were no longer in jolly old England, but in some strange place. A landscape of rolling green hills surrounded them, populated by trees and bushes. Many rabbits hopped between the greenery, munching Ooh. on the grass. Above them, a baby face watched down from within the sun. <laughs> Harry wanted to scream. There was no way they could be dead. There was no way this was heaven. <laughs> it wasn't fair. They only had one show left on the tour. They'd be letting their fans down. The purple one knowingly placed a hand on his shoulder. And mouth barely moving. Because Teletubby mouths don't really move. They do a bit. They do a bit. He yeah. heard a soft tinky winky. <laughs> Comforted, he looked at the being's hand. And then to his shoulder. Then behind him. Gadzooks, Harry thought. There are wings back there! <laughs> As he noticed his new appendages, they sprung to life, reaching to their full breadth. I have a question. Is of course. Gadzooks a British term? It's a fantastic term no matter where it's from. <laughs> okay, just asking. The other four boys easily took notice of the grand new realization, and each spread their own wings. And with their wings came their voices. I don't know why I decided that, <laughs> but I needed them to start talking. Yeah, maybe their wings are connected to their lungs, and because yeah. they were furled up, they couldn't get enough air in their lungs to talk. Naturally, that's wing science. I think so. Uh, please, great ones. We have only one show left. Is there any way we can go back just this once? Pleaded Louie. The green one responded with a sorrowful... Dipsy. As it shook its massive head, no. I'll be damned. Our fans deserve it more than anyone else. You can make this one exception for a gang of talented young lads, can't you? Harry chided. The smallest of the group, though still massive, nodded its red head. 
Poe. <laughs> With that, Niall, Louie, Liam, and Harry took flight for the first time. Clumsy, perhaps, but it came naturally to the boys. Zane, however, struggled to leave the ground. Go without me, fellas, he yelled. I wanted a solo career anyway. And so the four boys flew up and up and up until they reached the baby face in the sky. With a nod and a giggle, it opened its gigantic mouth and the boys flew in. (laughs) It was dark for a moment. Then all of a sudden they were in the green room at the Wembley Arena. Wow. They looked behind them. They still had their wings. If this doesn't make TNZ, I don't know what will, exclaimed Liam as they headed out on stage. Finn. I loved it. <laughs> Thoughts? Maybe a little bit more wing action would have been a, a good idea. A little more. I was rushed. <laughs> okay. By me, yeah. Guys, usually we're going to give ourselves a week to write this. Not just an hour. Yeah, but for right now, we have a time crunch. I'm only in the city for a day. <laughs> so we wanted to record it, so we gave ourselves an hour to write. <laughs> so hopefully our things will be better next time. But they definitely won't be. They definitely won't be. Because we're going to spend the same amount of time. We just have more time to... Dick around dick and think around. about it, I guess. Yeah. I think my highlight for that was when they flew into <laughs> the baby's mouth. <laughs> definitely my highlight as well. Um, I like the slight Zane bashing. Alternatively, my favorite moment is when Simon realized that he drank Sleepy Time tea. (laughs) So those are definitely my two highlights that I wrote within the last hour. Yeah. And, but then again, those are pretty much the only two events. (laughs) So. That is true. I also like the dedication that you put towards them really being British. Oh, I... I'm a real Anglophile. Love the Brits. <laughs> so I wanted to be as authentic as possible. Wait, so is Zane just dead at the end of you? Yeah, Zane's straight up dead. He doesn't come back for a solo career even though he mentions it. Oh, he wanted a solo career, but he, yeah, he can't fly. Maybe he has a solo career in, in Teletubby heaven. Land? Yeah. Maybe. Is Teletubby Land heaven or purgatory? In, I was getting purgatory feels. In my... My thoughts, the Teletubbies were angels, and the vacuum cleaner would have been God. Okay. But I didn't get that far. Yeah, Nunu would have been God, but I didn't get that far. Um, And I also don't want to, you know, offend. So, (laughs) that's a lie. I don't care. Um, So, yeah, that was four boys... Meet five tellies, or tubbies, or something. Five boys meet four tellies. Yeah, something like that. I think that's what I said at the beginning, right? Tubbies. Tubbies. Four tubbies. That's what it was. Okay. All right. Does that mean it's my turn to read? Alana, give me your best. Oh, this is not my best, (laughs) but I'll give you something. Mine is titled, Journey to Teletubby Land. And I took a very different approach from you, okay? Niall woke up in his king-size bed, happy to hear the beating hearts of his four band members. (laughs) He tried to turn to look at Harry's angelic sleeping face, but found that he was met with resistance. He couldn't turn onto his side. He looked around frantically and found that he didn't have any arms. Oh, no. In their place, he found a large pair of hang glider wings. (laughs) Guys, help, he called. I can't sit up. Grumbles came from all around the bed as his bandmates slowly woke up. Oi, shouted Lewis. (laughs) I can't either. (laughs) Kicks began to fly as the boys attempted to sit up. It wasn't until Harry, who was the deepest sleeper of all, finally woke up to a kick in the face. (laughs) You guys have abs. Use them, he mumbled (laughs) before falling back to sleep. Slowly, the One Direction boys sat up. They surveyed each other, taking in the sights of their friend's new wings. Louis? 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 Louis. Louis. I think. (laughs) Was a fighter jet. Liam was a Boeing. Harry was an Airbus. And Zane had paper airplane wings that had already become crumpled from the earlier (laughs) kick. (laughs) I should mention there's some Zane bashing in this. (laughs) It was later that the boys were all sitting around the TV discussing what to do when, with their new wings and trying to come up with a plan. Blimey, look at the telly, Harry said. 
On screen, the Teletubbies could be seen frolicking through the fields of Teletubby land. But something was off. Their arms had been replaced with wings, too! We have to go to Teletubby land and find out whatever information those guys have, yelled Niall. And so on the boys went. It was lucky that they were so rich because none of them could drive or even fit in a car with their new wings. With the exception of Zane's small and pathetic foldable paper wings. <laughs> Instead, they rented a big U-Haul truck and loaded themselves... <laughs> Who's driving? I get to that. Okay. <laughs> and loaded themselves in the back with a personal assistant who was needed to feed them. And a driver who was instructed not to stop until they were at the launch point for Teletubby Land. <laughs> That'll be explained later, okay, don't worry. Okay. It was 42 days later. Oh my god. When the boys' plane hybrids finally emerged from the back of that U Haul van, the boys all squinted at sunlight. Sorry, what was that? The boys all squinted into the sunlight, except for Zane. <laughs> You have to. You must. The boys all squinted into the sunlight, except for Zane, who instantly went blind because he was weak. <laughs> Alright, one more, one more time, with passion. Okay, the boys all squinted into the sunlight, except for Zane, who instantly went blind because he is weak. <laughs> Good God, that. how are we supposed to get up there? asked Liam. It was the first time any of the boys had heard him speak. The four boys... <laughs> when you laugh, I laugh. Sorry. The four boys who still had vision looked up at the flying mound of dirt several hundred meters up in the sky. An island known as Teletubby Land, where the hit TV show Teletubby was filmed. <laughs> who got cameras up there? Harry put on a dark pair of sunglasses. I guess we're going to have to. He removed the sunglasses in a dramatic fashion fly. Pause. How did he do that without hands? <laughs> they were already on top of his head. And oh, he, like, he just kind of like... He kind of shook his head to get them down and then, and then shook, shook it back again. up. Oh, I thought he just like knocked him completely off with another shakedown. No, he has a lot of talent. He's oh. a very talented boy. Of course. Have you heard his new single? I haven't. It's pretty good, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. He went a little more indie rock with it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Sign of the Times. Back to the story. The boys ran around learning how to use their wings. Louie was the first to get it with Niall a close second. Too bad his wings were only that of a hang glider, so he couldn't actually fly, but glide from a high point. Lucky for him, a very tall mountain that was even slightly taller than Teletubby Land <laughs> was just a few feet away from where the U-Haul had dropped them off. Oh, good. <laughs> so he would be able to make it if he jumped off of that. Oh, good. Louis took the time to teach Harry how to use his wings, and Liam figured it out eventually on his own. What a kind boy. Zane's pathetic paper wings couldn't even support himself. So in an act of pure emotion, Harry walked over to Zane and ripped his wings off. Oh my god! He ripped his friend's arms off! They're just paper, though, so okay. it's not like a big deal. I mean, pretty big deal. <laughs> if It's not like he's gonna just grow arms again. I guess that's true. Zane is now officially an amputee. You're out of the band. You could never hold your own. Look, even Niall is problem solving. You have no excuse, he yelled. <laughs> Zane was oblivious to the fact that his wings had been torn off and thrown into the wind. What? <laughs> How are you oblivious to that? They're paper. You can't feel it. Oh, okay. There's no nerve. There's no nerve in Oh, it. okay. I guess that's why they didn't know they just had wings when they woke up. Yeah. Makes sense. W wing science. Yep. Wing science again. He waggled his head around, and it was then that Harry realized that they had also gone deaf. <laughs> From what? Probably because he sucks. <laughs> Have you ever sucked so hard you went deaf? <laughs> Please note that this podcast does not believe that you suck if, if you, you have a disability. That is true. 
This is just part of the lore. This is yeah. This is canon to Paper Wings Zane only. Yeah. Real life Zane is okay. Yeah. Liam, being the good guy that he is, took Zane by the arm and led him to the back of the U-Haul, where he would be unstimulated and happy. <laughs> He's just in a sensory deprivation tank, but most of it is just his own senses not existing anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, mates, are we ready to fly? He said. The cheeky band climbed to the top of the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Very cheeky. I'll see you buggers in Teletubby land, Harry said before launching himself off the cliff. The other less popular members of the band followed. Teletubby land was everything the boys had dreamed of and more. The remaining British members of the band walked around while they waited for their Irish counterpart to finally arrive. Since he had no engines, he moved a lot slower than the British boys. While waiting, Liam decided to count the smiling flowers. He got to six plus <laughs> <laughs> six, six plus, six plus, six plus. Let's find these lads and make them tell us everything they know about these wings, Niall said. They wandered to the rolling hills of Teletubby Land for a long time before they finally found Tiki Lewis held Tiki Winky at gunpoint. Uh, please, it's Louie. Louie held Tinky Winky at gunpoint while Harry tied his hands behind his back using only his mouth. Oh my god, that is talent. <laughs> Imagine what he could do with a cherry stem. Oh my goodness. They then led him to the hobbit hole looking thing where the rest of the dinosaurs <laughs> and Nunu live. It does look like a hobbit hole, though, it doesn't does. it? It does, you're right. Tell us how to get rid of these wings or I kill him, yelled Louie. The gun held him... Held in the crook of his neck like a mom talking on the phone while Simon was like cooking dinner. <laughs> the Teletubbies had figured this would happen and were prepared. Their tummy TVs retracted, revealing miniguns that they shot holes in all the special <laughs> boys with. Oh my god. The director came in and untied Tinky Winky. Nunu, clean up this mess. Make sure there isn't any evidence left behind, the director instructed. Nobody needs to know about my... Little experiment. The oh. End. Oh, intrigue. Opening it up for a season two or an episode two, Maybe. chapter two, whatever you call it in fan fiction. Chapter two. That's the one. I got to it eventually. Mm-hmm. Favorite part. Um, <laughs> Zane going deaf simply because he sucks. <laughs> there just happening to be a mountain. Right there. Yeah, Big it was lucky. That. It was pretty yeah, lucky. Yeah, pretty lucky. And of course, just gun, crook of the neck, like... Like, like a, a mom, mom talking on the phone while simultaneously cooking dinner. That's the one. That's a that's a pretty... That's that's exciting right there. I couldn't figure out how to make him hold the gun if he has no arms. I mean, if he was a fighter plane, he could have just had guns on his wings. That wasn't Louie, was it? I don't know. One of them was a fighter... Oh, Louie was a fighter jet. Yeah. That right. would have made sense. Retcon. <laughs> We're not going to go back and re-record it, but... There you go. There you go. Consider it a retcon. Well, I hope <laughs> hope all you kids out there in fan fiction land uh, enjoyed that. These will be available to read on AO3. Yeah, we're going to upload it to AO3. We'll post them to our non-existent Twitter account. Yep. And non-existent Facebook. Yep. Non-existent Tumblr. Of course. Non-existent Instagram. I guess. Sure, why not? Um, so if you want <clears throat> to read this for yourself... Uh, and to actually understand it and yeah. not just hear us laugh. That's true. We, we definitely need to work on making sure we get clean... Clean Clean takes. line readings. Yep. Yeah. But... Maybe we should plug... Reading it on AO3 first so people can follow along. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. We'll learn for episode two. Or yeah. episode one if this is episode zero. This might be episode zero. You might never hear this. Oh my god. Except for, you know, the people that we get to... To hear it. Yeah. To listen to it for quality our test sake. test yeah. group. And to our test group, thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, that's that's our story. We'll be back with you, I guess, next week. Next week, 
Um, with, with another pitch episode. Yeah, on Tuesday. On Tuesday. And then we'll have those stories for you guys on Thursday. Yeah. And feel free to send us your Teletubby One Direction wing fix. That's We'd true. love to read them. I would be so excited if we managed to get... One? A fanfic off of our first episode. That would be insane. Right? Um... So yeah, if you feel up to the task, if you think we did something wrong or missed an angle, or if you're just inspired by our awful brand of creativity. If you really love Zane and want to write one where he doesn't get kicked out of the band. Yeah, yeah, that's an option. You can do that too. Of course. We'll still read it. We don't actually hate Zane. No, it's just for the sake of conflict. You just killed him off and <laughs> I... Did something else. I just didn't resurrect him. I killed all of them off. That's true. That's true. I'll give you credit for that. So uh, I guess we'll sign off for now. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye bye. Wow, that was crazy. (laughs) Are we recording or is that a. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were some good fix, eh? I stand by it. Yeah. For my first fan fiction that I wrote in like an hour, I give it a B minus. I think it's better than some of the ones you've had all week to write. That's true. That's definitely <laughs> true. But yeah, that's our flashback episode of. I think it's just our flashback episode. Our flashback episode. It's the only time we're gonna flashback. <laughs> yeah, we're never gonna flashback ever again. We don't have any other things we haven't put out yet. Yeah. So it's our only flashback. But I hope you enjoyed it. Um. Tune in next week when we will be reading our Oran High School Host Club, Ghostbusters, and Body Swap Fix. That's right. We actually already have a submission. We do. We had a submission like a couple of hours after the episode came out. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Bobby Flay is a a, a quick typer. He has some mad hands. See, now people are going to think that he's Bradley Manhands, but he's most definitely not. I will promise you, (laughs) Bobby Flay is not Bradley Manhands. Yeah. I think Bradley Manhands would want to be credited as Bradley He definitely would, yeah. So, tune in next week for the Ghostbusters Orin High School Host Club Body Swap Fix. Uh, If you want to keep up with us on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at UnUnPodcast, on Facebook uh facebook.com slash unstable universes you can f- can you follow people on fanfic.net uh yeah you can you okay. can follow people you can follow stories yeah can... follow follow our account unstable universes on fanfic.net and, and ao3 and ao3 uh that's it for this week yeah hopefully we'll have a bit more energy next week. It's been a long week. It has been a long week. I think I'll be so good next week. I hope so. Because I feel like I'm going to hand in my paper. It's going to take me like five days to get over it. And then I'm going to be like, holy shit, like, I'm okay. Oh yeah, mine's handed I'm in. And not I, it hasn't It hasn't clicked in that I don't have to go home and write still. Yeah. So I'm still worried. I actually am still worried, especially since I just lost part of my intro. But we're okay. We're doing great, guys. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) 